Hi, and welcome to episode number 42 of Basha's Thoughts. 42. This is the answer. Well, at least if you're a fan of Douglas Adams and his book, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, 42 is the answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything. But then, of course, what is the question? That is the question. And this is what I would like to talk to you about in this episode. Imagine. Imagine that the world that you have around you, everything that you experience is the answer. And then the question becomes, just like in the book, what is actually the question? If you learn how to pose questions well, well, then you kind of learn how to create an experience for yourself. Everything that you experience has already happened. If you think about it, for instance, if you think about something that you see, well, you kind of know that in order for you to see something, light must have traveled and reflected off of that thing, gotten into your eye and then gone through a bunch of processes. That's how we usually see. And so everything that you see has already appeared, is already the past, is uh, already no longer in its potential form but in its expressed form. And so everything you see and hear or taste or smell is kind of already old news. It's kind of already set, no longer potential. This is a little bit like knowledge or something that we know. It's already decided already in its firm form and not really open to change anymore, not open to evolution, because it already is as it is. A question, on the other hand, has a lot more potential to it, because you ask about something and you are open to learning about something. So that contains greater potential than a specific answer. And it is interesting to note that when we tend to ask more questions in our interactions with others, often these interactions can become more meaningful and interesting. Often we might actually be able to connect to the other person better when we're asking especially if we're asking around what is in common, something that we're actually interested in and something that we can relate to. So these are questions around things like values. Whenever we go back and ask about values, then we open up and the person with whom we're speaking will often also open up 
and they will let go of any particular ideas, any particular set knowledge or strategies for achieving particular things. And they will go deeper into a place that is full of potential. Here, the strategies have not been decided on yet. Instead, we are circling around values and we are exploring them. From that space, we then can move together. And when we move together, when we both understand exactly where we're coming from and we have a common ground, then we can actually find a strategy that pulls us up into the stratosphere together happily, resolving things for both of us, making us happier, making us feel more connected, making us feel like we just had a deeply satisfying and meaningful conversation where we actually reached something that we would not have been able to reach on our own. We have actually learned, we have actually transcended. So we have united and transcended. We have united with the other person and we have transcended what we already thought we knew and developed further. So moving into the land of questions, searching for questions instead of answers may be a very useful way of interacting and a very efficient way of trying to actually solve problems for several individuals at the same time, looking for the common ground and from there moving into solutions that work for all. Some time ago I was invited to a gathering and at that time I decided to try this question strategy out (laughs) and see what would happen. So I had a question and I thought I would try to ask everyone with whom I would interact what they thought about this. How can you solve this? What do you think about this particular subject? And I would not give my opinion in any manner unless it was specifically asked for. And so I started out. And it was very interesting to see that I actually had some deeply meaningful insights because of it. And it was also interesting to see that the people with whom I was interacting were not used to actually being asked and then listened to. They were surprised, but they seemed to enjoy it. So that was a fun experiment. So on the level of interactions, human interactions, when we move into questions, we open up the field of potentials and that becomes interesting to us. But what about our experience? And how could we open up the field of potential so that our general experiences can become more meaningful, insightful, and move us toward greater satisfaction? Well, 
If everything we see, hear, taste, and so on has already happened and is old news and is crystallized and is not really full of potential, then by focusing on that, we do not really focus on the potential. So how could we focus on the potential, open up to the potential, stay within the field of the potential, seeing the actual arising and having fun with it, enjoying it, but not actually clinging on to it as the ultimate answer, that which is, that which is us, perhaps. Again, it is the clinging of our knowledge, clinging to our knowledge, to the knowledge of our experience that takes us away from the freedom of the potential. I remember once I had a book with these little psychological experiments and on each page they suggested an experiment and one of these was to imagine that you only exist for a particular time. So I don't remember, maybe a minute or five minutes. And that is your existence. So imagine that you were born right now. But actually you were born with all of your memories. So it appears as though you have lived this whole lifetime. And it's full of all sorts of thoughts and beliefs and memories, but actually you only came into existence a couple of seconds ago and you will disappear within a minute or so. And the idea was to set a timer and see what you would experience everything as knowing that that is reality. That is actually the truth. So when I did this, I felt that the strength of all of my memories was released. So I felt a lot more free. Everything to me was actually new. It was not the window that I was looking at was not the window that I had seen so many times and already could describe it without looking at it. Instead, it was completely new the first time I ever saw it. And every moment was new to me. That experiment actually helped me move more into the field of potential, the field of possibilities, instead of knowing where I was, what I was doing, where I was going, what was important, what memories I had. Instead, everything was a lot more vibrant and new and actually beautiful. The more we can let go of our clinging to our knowledge and ideas, the more we can experience the beauty of the present moment. When we can de-identify with, stop clinging to things, ideas, memories, it doesn't mean we don't have them. We can still have them and we can delight in them. 
while seeing the beauty that is around us simultaneously. And, of course, this might sound good, but how do you actually do it? How do you move into that space? How do you find it? Well, spending time in it automatically makes it easier for you. It's the last episode of Hanging Out With Yourself. I think it was episode 41. The more you hang out with who you truly are, which is the unlimited potential, the more you can identify with it as opposed to identifying with any particular image of who you are, any particular role that you're playing. And the less serious everything becomes, the more playful you can be, the less fear you have. And so just spending time in pure being, just being, removing any particular thoughts, just letting them pass, not holding on to any particular feelings and becoming the witness of that and then the witness of that, the witness of the witness, just going ever deeper. Of course, in the beginning, there's a lot of stuff coming up and it seems as though there's actually even more coming up than before you started this meditative state but after a while it will settle and then you will find yourself in a peaceful state and even if nothing happens in that state something extremely valuable is actually going on you're actually moving into a more open state where you have access to more potential and you are letting go of having to cling on to any particular knowledge. You're moving into the state of creation where the questions are, the questions that then become your experience because what you experience is actually very much related to what you ask in those states. And those states we are often not even aware of because we are so focused on a particular expression of something. And so we are focused on things that are no longer evolving, but, well, not dead, just stagnant. They are fun to play with but they are not us. And so letting go of them and having our being in our being makes us so much more satisfied, makes our experience so much more meaningful. And this is why we tend to find ourselves in these synchronicities. We tend to find that the universe seems to magically answer our questions. We have a question and then we find the answer around us. You might have noticed this. This is pretty obvious 
in quite mundane manners, such as, for instance, if you happen to have a problem with your foot and so you might have to use crutches for a while, well, then you notice that, oh, there are so many people using crutches everywhere. There are so many people limping. I had no idea. Of course, these people were limping before as well, but you just didn't see them. And so what you see, your experience, is based on what you're asking for, what you're focusing on. So this is something that I think most people would agree with and is not particularly strange. But when you do start getting into this state of being and pure being, as pure as you can get, and just staying there, just being, without any magic having to happen, just that will actually move you into a state that will start apparently magically creating these synchronicities around you that are far more satisfying than just seeing people limping because you have a problem with your foot and you actually find answers to deeper questions. So on the level of interacting with people, focusing on asking questions, you can create deeply satisfying interactions. And on the level of your own experience in general, by being in you, by being you, by opening up to the level where you are creating your experience and staying there, you will actually be open to seeing how beautifully you create things because then you will be more aware of the questions that you're actually answering and the 42 will be profoundly meaningful to you. It will not be just another day, just another experience. It will seem like the culmination of amazing things you have been waiting for. And it may even seem miraculous. But you're actually only moving into a state of greater potential and your awareness is there. So you're just aware of the questions you're asking and then seeing the beautiful answers reflected in your experience. This is it for today. I might talk to you in another podcast. Take care. Thank you.